We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio. Starting another week, huge week for the Rebels, A&M in town for a night game on Saturday at Vault hemingway Stadium. Both teams ranked in the top 12 in the country. And uh, plenty of uh, activities around that college game day in town for the second time. Obviously the first in 2014 against Alabama. So we'll hit all that. We'll look at some weekend thoughts, including Neil taking in a football game over the weekend as a spectator and uh, and much more. So again, the Oxford Exxon podcast, the Oxford Exxon there on Highway 6, Blue Sky location. Still giving away football helmets. So we gave one away uh, on Thursday or uh, or Friday. John Rice handed it to the uh, the winner that week. So we're going to give another one away this week, too. All you got to do is take a selfie anywhere on the property over around the blue sky. You need to hashtag Blue Sky Rebels, and you need to tag the Oxford Exxon. You'll be automatically entered into a chance to win that. While you're doing that, download the Speed Pass Plus app, earn points, save money, get lunch specials for five sixty nine every single day, and much more. And again, come to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. that number. Call it. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around, or uh, you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Be a great place this weekend if you're coming up. Uh, they got basketball Friday night at Ole Miss. Obviously, football Saturday. We'll be talking about that a lot. If you're looking for a place to uh, watch games earlier in the day, maybe you're not doing the Grove thing all day long, whatever the case may be, check out Rafters. Uh, great burgers, po'boys, appetizers, uh, full beer selection, full bar, everything that you could want there at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford and also in New Albany. So again, Ole Miss moving up to number 12 in the um, Associated Press poll this week. For, I think that's uh, about right. I did yeah. my poll in the car yesterday driving back, and I couldn't put them anywhere but 12. I couldn't put them ahead of 12. And that's a lot of people. I'll look in a second and see where everybody has them, but Wake Forest – 
about a hundred points behind Ole Miss at thirteen, yep. and A and M about one hundred and fifty ahead of them. So yeah, it's it's there's a gap there where they are sitting around. 12. Well, I literally did a little exercise. I, mean, I had six hours to kill. Um, where I tried to put them somewhere else, and you really couldn't justify it. And then I tried to drop them, and I really couldn't justify that either. Seven and two, their two losses are uh, on the road against the number three team and against what is now the number sixteen team. So that's about right. Yeah. Uh, they're, they get one vote in the top 10, Ben Portnoy, who I think covers either Clemson or South Carolina. I think he works for the state or something over there, if I have that right. Um, he has them at 10. There are six people, including Brett McMurphy, that have them at 11, and then a whole hell of a lot of people at 12. It's by far the most. On the other end of it, two at 15, three at 17, and one at 19. Yeah, I don't and see that, that. I mean, that feels weird. You could get them to 11, obviously. If you can get them to 12, you can get them to well, yeah, 11. Well, one right. team, and you got But uh, anything lower than about... 14 feels like an agenda. <laughs> the guy that has him at 19 covers, uh, I don't know who he covers. He works for the uh, Star Ledger in New Jersey. And they always keep up on college poll tracker biases toward and against. Biases toward Cal. Bias against, view all is what it says next to it. <laughs> so I don't know what that means exactly, but <laughs> yeah. It says it says view all next it, to It's uh, always interesting to, to me who, who they justify as as. Look at the, the ballot. I mean, the poll officially stopped mattering last week. Yeah, but uh, it's always interesting to me how they the AP. By God, they they're going to stick to we must be mainstream media. He has Even UTSA at twelve. Yeah, see, there's just I think I have UTSA at sixteen. Sure. And when I did it, I told myself that's too high. I mean, because if they played a Power Five schedule, they'd get they'd get skull dragged. Has Wisconsin at 15, has Penn State at 17. Um, yeah, whatever. So that's San Diego State ranked. Well, once you get past the two loss teams, it gets really complicated. Oh, you're just picking and choosing and throwing well, at you, that point. You're trying to like pick who they lost to, who have they beaten, who have they lost to. It's like two of the teams that didn't get in, Purdue and Arkansas, I actually think they belong in because they they don't have any terrible losses and they have mm-hmm. some decent wins. Like yeah. like Arkansas beat A and M on a neutral site. Arkansas just beat Mississippi State. Um, they they've got some they they beat Texas, which that win devalues each week. But Purdue has some really nice wins. They won at Iowa. They beat Michigan State. They've got some nice wins. And so I, I put them in before I put in like Coastal Carolina, Louisiana Lafayette. Come on. Those teams only stay in if you're no loss. Mm-hmm. Once you lose, you're That's like, okay, it. you're Peace. exposed. That's it. Peace. Yeah. Uh, Portnoy does cover uh, South Carolina for the uh, the state. Yeah, oh, okay. his, his top ten, Georgia one, Cincinnati two, Oregon three, Alabama four, Ohio State five, Oklahoma six, Oklahoma State seven, A&M eight, Notre Dame nine, Ole Miss ten. There for, uh, for him. So, anyway, thought exercise, if you will. Um, look at lines here. Probably a little bit. There's a lot to get to, though. Um, kind of all over the place. Uh, you want to do some college football in a stadium? You want to do Liberty Ole Miss? Where do you want to start? Wherever you, you want to start. So I feel like I'm just kind of catching up a little. Okay. Well, we'll start with some. Because I only there. saw the I only saw the first half of Ole Miss Liberty. Yeah, because I, 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 I was texting cr- you updates as I get. I, I got like sort of mildly concerned about my week ahead at one point uh, on on Saturday as. As Liberty was driving to get to what they hoped to be twenty-seven to twenty-one, 
I was just kind of going, uh, I don't need this right now. And it's not what I need right now to happen. So, uh, and then they, the, uh, the kid Malik Willis throws an interception. He was, he was good. He was fine on Saturday. Um, I get the arm strength. I get the mobility. Frankly, I get his, I gave, I gave Willis a lot of credit for demeanor on Saturday because sure. he had no one around him who could play football. The running back was pretty decent. Um, but Ole Miss was awful at run defense. Uh, he didn't have a ton around him, and he stayed in the game and led his team as well as any outmanned player I have seen in a long time as far as, you yeah. know, I mean, he, he didn't get overly frustrated. I mean, O'Freeze had kind of pulled him off to the side go, hey, let's go, and he, he was locked in. I mean, yeah. I, I thought mannerism-wise, both quarterbacks were excellent on uh, on Saturday. Look, Matt's the better quarterback. Yeah, for sure. Um, Same close. I, I like Willis. He's yeah. fine. I would not waste a – waste is the wrong word. I would not use a early first-round pick on him. I'm not sure I would use a first-round pick on him. The only way I would use a first-round pick on him is if I had a veteran quarterback, a really good team that already had lots of offensive weapons, and I thought I could develop him for a couple of years. But you look at Green Bay. Like, I watched Jordan Love yesterday. Eh. Mm-hmm. I mean, eh. I don't think I spend a first-round pick on on Malik Willis. Now, I'll spend a first-round pick on Matt Corral all day long, about as early as I need to. Yeah, dude went 20 of 27 for 324 with basically one ankle and a couple drops. Yeah. He it, goes for 370 if they just catch the football. Yeah. he's And he's throwing to his four, five, and six receivers. He's the real deal. I mean, like – if if I'm picking one one and I need a quarterback, that's where I'm going. You think so? Now there are probably two or three players in the draft that have more overall value. Oh yeah, sure. Right there, yeah, sure. And that's not a knock on Matt. But if I'm picking one one and I can't trade down to say one three, mm-hmm. I just take him. Yeah. Uh, a sign of King Jong- Kim Jong Un with an A and M cap would be very funny. I would, I would, I would, give massive credit for that. that would be on, funny. Uh, on Saturday, uh, they're asking to start with the tweets, so that's fine. Um, it, from a football game standpoint, Ole Miss. I mean, we can talk about it all day, but there's ton- <laughs> Brian and I spent like half an hour on it on Saturday. You can go watch that post game show. It is up on YouTube. It's even a podcast this week, so it is. Uh, it is up in all those places. Ole Miss got through the game. We'll see about Jalen Jones' injury. Sam Williams had a banged-up hip toward the end of the game. But they won, and you move on, and nobody seemed to get hurt on the offensive side of the football. Those are the keys from a season standpoint for this game. I mean, we can nitpick the hell out of it, but I don't really see a ton of reason to do that. I I, I will say, however, there's two things on the defense. One, at the end of the day, it's about giving up points. They force three turnovers and only get 14 points. You'll take that every damn time. And then, Mm -hmm. two – they got gashed on the ground. They got to fix that before this week because that's yeah. a whole different animal coming yeah. in when College Station, or sorry, coming in from College Station for for Saturday night. I mean, because I, I feel like I told Brian this. I felt like I feel like people are moving the baseline on the defense because the offense is banged up and struggling. And I understand how they work together. But if you're saying, hey, the defense has got to go win every game, you're not going to win games. At the end of the day, the defense is right where you hoped they would be, which sure. is a middle-of-the-road defense sure. that forces a lot of turnovers. Yeah. They also lead the country in sacks. Had you told somebody that prior to the season, they I go, wouldn't holy believe that. hell. Like, yeah, I would have. I would have. And frankly, I, I don't even believe it when you tell me that right now. The number of sacks they have right now is more sacks than they've had in any season since 2012. Wow. 
I mean, damnedest thing. Uh, Sam Williams has been incredibly good. He has set now the uh, the school record for sacks in a season, passing Marquise Haynes and somebody else who is slipping my mind right now. Sam is creating quite a quandary for some NFL people, right? <laughs> because NFL people are going to dig into his background and be like, okay, now what is this and what is this? And then they're going to look at his results and go, okay, well, th- there's this. And then Sam's a pretty bright guy. And so they're going to be like, well, there's this, there's, there's, there's going to be – and it just takes one. There's, there's going to be some gnashing of teeth with the juxtaposition that is Sam Williams. Yeah, because we're just talking about on-the-field talent, dude. I mean, sure, can go. sure. And he's had a good year. I mean, I mean, even off the field-wise, had a good year. He was he was good in camp. He was locked in. Yeah. People made note of that. He went from having a really shaky he's year. He's making all he can make out of a contract year. Yeah. You know, because look, I, Nick Suss caught a lot of heat for it. And, I mean, it was a, ta- it was a take to get attention – which is fine. I'm not, that was not a criticism. But his point was, from a position standpoint, Sam Williams has been a better player than Matt Corral this season. And I under—I I don't really agree, but I understand it. Okay. You see what I'm saying, though? I like, do. I do. At, as a defensive end, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Now, that does not mean valuable, because Matt Corral goes down and this whole damn thing's over. Um, they can win games without Sam Williams. Uh, point being, he's made he's – Probably made a lot of money because when it comes down to you just need one GM to take a shot, some GM's going to take a shot on a, on a rush end and you yeah. hope for the best at that point. So yeah. this uh, this tweet thing, um, I, I saw it. <laughs> N- Neil said what he, he basically wrote, oh, God, and then kind of moved on. And now here – No, I wrote, oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. Okay, like, sorry. Oh, my God. Like So I looked at it. I was walking from the Kyo house to a tailgate. Campbell's like, a bunch of my friends are at this tailgate. We want you to come. And I'm like, okay. And so we're walking from the Kyle house to the tailgate, which is on the other side of the Razorback Stadium, whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, sure. And um, I was going up these steps to get to the tailgate area. And I saw the tweet. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I kind of like stopped in my tracks. Like, at first I thought, the first thought that went through my mind is, okay, you've had, you've had too much to drink. Because that's not from the official account. And then I saw, no, it's verified. There's the account. And I thought, okay. A, I thought it was really funny. Sure. And B, I thought, I can't believe someone let them do that. Okay. So for anybody that's been under a rock, there were two tweets. The first one was making, it was, now here, this is important to me. It was the final score graphic. So it was the end of the fourth quarter where you put the graphic in with the final score and the text above it was making fun of Freeze's tweet from 2013. Yeah. Don't slander the kids. Send it to LU football at liberty.edu. Um, <laughs> and then after that, they go won the day with a thumbs up and then put a picture of Freeze in his hospital bed from the press box. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, no. They went right after that, too. Yeah. Oh, so I missed that one. You missed that one. Well, see, I saw the first one and just went... I, I, I think what I thought to myself is, you've had one beer too many. No, no, no. They went right seeing, back to the teal right after that. Because you're seeing things. Because someone offered me a beer at the tailgate, and I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I've, I need to slow down. So, here's the deal. <laughs> so, tell me the second one again. It was win the day, which okay. is Freeze's thing. Yeah, win the day. Win the with day. a thumbs up, and then Freeze doing this from the hospital bed in the in the press box. Oh, see, I thought you knew the totality of the situation. Oh, God, no. Okay. <laughs> All right, so back to back there. Wow. Okay, so I've got like three different thoughts. Okay. All at once. Okay. One. Wow. 
Okay, let's start off the top. It's social media. It's not that serious. The, the, the freedom fighters who felt the need to go crazy on this, get on with your lives. Two, you play. I, I get the Freeze angle, but Freeze was a secondary storyline all day, all week. Like Even during the game, he's back, whatever. It was not the story of the day. It wasn't a big deal, frankly. You're no. playing Liberty. You win by 13 points. They scout scored you in the second half. You're just trying to move on to A&M. It wasn't like you beat... Breeze, who's now at Alabama, and you went, wow, look, let me really blah, 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 blah. So there's that from the standpoint of should you done. Okay, done sure. Here's the deal, though, and this is kind of where I fall on this more than anything else. Whether they should or should not have tweeted that, I lean on no, but I don't care that much. Um, Ole Miss has developed a very snarky Twitter personality over the last few months. Whoever's in charge, I mean, you know, but social media accounts have personality. They have, they have, sure, whatever. Sure. Major League Baseball is very good at it. They're probably the best of any of any sports teams in the in in in, in the world from that standpoint. Yeah, um, they've become very, very, very snarky. They've become kind of a heel. They'll make fun of teams. They'll do make a lot fun of fun of themselves. Yeah, like, it's good. The, the Colorado Rockies account is famous for this. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, they yeah. lose, it's just kind of like a, <laughs> it's a, a more, <laughs> like his photo. Yeah, yeah, right. So. If you look, but here's the deal. If you're going to be that way, there are two rules. The first rule is you never delete and you never apologize. Right. Ever. Ever. You just move on. And then two, when you catch hell from somebody else, you just shut up or you play into the skid and go, yep, got us. And then we move on and we're jerks the next time it happens. Those are the rules from that standpoint. Because while, yes, the tweets were going to drum up a lot of social media attention, <laughs> nobody's writing stories on it. Nobody's going to write a story on the fact that the social media account made fun of Freeze in a tweet. However, once you delete them, you give a lot more opportunity because Chris Lowe, I guess he had nothing else to do on Saturday, and I like Chris, but my God, calls Keith and Lane and gets comments on a tweet being deleted. Lane and Keith both apologizing profusely for it happening. Freeze was likely upset. I don't know that, but I'm just taking a shot here. Um, you think? I'm just got a hunch. Um, <laughs> what? What pray tell would yeah. make you think that? So you turned it into a story for the day that was not going to be a story. I thought. I mean, at the end of the day, social media account tweets dumb thing. Move on. Like in 45 minutes, something dumber is going to happen. Well, especially on a football That's Saturday, what I'm saying. Like, right? You, like you, you got your own news dump. Like well, you, played, somebody else is playing in a minute. Well, you played the eleven o'clock game. The yeah. two thirty game's about to kick Give it off. A minute. The three o'clock games are about to get rolling. There's something's going to happen. Some official is going to miss a call in ten minutes. Yeah, like, it's all here. Some coach is going to get caught on 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 audio cussing a player. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? So yeah, it's not some huge deal, but. I don't understand, I did not understand and still do not understand the need to go, not just apologize, but apologize to a level that frankly looked almost too forceful. It wasn't even like, yeah, somebody screwed up, okay, but it was, hey, we are deadly sorry. Like, what what, what are we doing here? Like, I don't what's know. the, why? Because I'll be honest, I thought Lane's quote was weird. Like, he went over the top apologizing, and I was like. What was his quote? Do you have it in yeah, front of I'll you? Yeah, I'll find it. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll run it down. Because uh-huh. about the time this was all happening, I was walking into a stadium and basically lost all Wi-Fi until first part of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So I went like a, what was that, three hours where I had no idea that all this had happened. I found out later they deleted the tweet or whatever. And it was kind of, but 
Or maybe I knew the tweet got deleted, but I didn't know there was all these apologies or whatever until later. So Chris Lowe wrote the story, and now he has a direct line to Kiffin, so this is part of this. He does. That's fair. Keith, these tweets were unfortunate and not who we are in Ole Miss Athletics. When I found out about them, they were immediately taken down. I've spoken with Liberty Athletic Director Ian McCall to relay my sincere apology. We will work to do better in the future. Kiffin, I have no affiliation with the Ole Miss football Twitter site, even though that may sound strange, and I first learned about the tweets after my press conference when Keith Carter told me about them. I'm completely embarrassed, and anyone would put something out there like that, making it look like it was part of Ole Miss football. It was extremely disrespectful, Bush League and classless, and I apologize, even though I had nothing to do with it, to Liberty and Hugh Freeze. It's kind of weird. It's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't want to make too big of a deal out of it, but it's a little weird. That was harsher than the Tennessee throwing crap response. Like, and I get it comes from the official capacity. I understand that. But it's weird. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't think the tweets are all that over the top, frankly. They're funny. They're kind of personal. But, like, I think I wrote this. I don't remember everything that I wrote yesterday, if I'm honest. I was playing catch-up. Um well, that's a good point. I mean, apologizing to Ian McCall for this is com- com- comedic. In yeah, its give own, me a in, freaking in, in, in break. Its own, in its own part. I mean, I, I don't care if Ian McCall is is completely offended by everything that happens. Yeah. I mean, karma will catch up with him at some point. Yeah. We'll let you know when it's close. Yeah. And I'm kind of that way with Freeze. And I realize that Ole Miss people have this complicated relationship with Hugh. <clears throat> and I don't get the front part of it because I'm not a emotional fan and that's not a criticism but I don't know that Ole Miss owes Hugh some level of of reverence like you wouldn't do that to David Cutcliffe you wouldn't do that to somebody who'd been at your program for 17 years or something mm-hmm. and who had just run out of steam like if, if yeah, Gary- Tech's not doing it to Frank Beamer if Gary Patterson ever comes yeah. back and coaches against TCU, they probably won't take shots at him. Yeah, Nebraska probably doesn't take shots at Frank Solich or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Whatever the list goes on. But come on. Come on. Yeah, I just thought they he, might do a bigger deal than it was going to be. He decimated your program. He embarrassed your program. You beat him on the field. You had a little fun. Move on. And I wonder if former staffers getting annoyed played into it being deleted. Because several former staffers got frustrated on Twitter. Besides Brennan? Yeah, Chris Butchin. There was several that made comments over the course. And I like all those guys, but yeah. come on, man. I mean, what what'd you expect? Yeah, I just thought the whole thing was strange. I mean, social media accounts get very snarky, and everybody laughs and moves on with their day. It's not the end of the world. I mean... They made no reference to any illicit activity. I mean, you know, I think it would be different if they came in and did some other stuff. But it was all whatever. I mean, it was all things that were very, very public that had been in the... Oh, they mentioned this in the thread. Freeze was emotional after the game, apparently. He got asked about the reception that he got. People were nice to him. And he talked about how it meant something to he and Jill. And it was... I don't remember. I don't want to even speculate because I don't remember the exact wording. I watched it. But it was just, I'm guessing he got bothered by it. Yeah. After being treated very kindly the whole day. 
You're not it the oldest coach fun. anymore. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, you're the coach at the other school. Mm-hmm. So, that's where I stand. We'll see. Uh, podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you're getting local underwriting and understand your market. Leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We're also brought to you by, man, I'm losing my voice here. It's so weird, isn't it? Um, brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're looking for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. Um, it's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. they got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Walk-ons, Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. It's uh, Bears and someone tonight on TV. If you're uh, looking for a place to go watch Monday Night Football in the Jackson area, go to Walk-ons, 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland. Join their. Uh, you can also apply for a job. Join their team today. It's coming really soon now to uh, Oxford. Maybe a couple of weeks or less. Walk on to Sports Bistro, seventeen thirty seven B University Avenue in Oxford. Uh, we are also brought to you by. Boy, my computer hates me today, Chase. We're also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a social sports betting network. It's free to use. It's a really cool, fun way to bet. No third party. No juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, uh, make friends, and invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. Sign up today at bet.brothrow.com backslash MPW. Promo code rebelgrove at muddywateroutdoors.com. You can get 35% off on everything at Muddy Water Camo, including uh, free shipping on orders of $100 or more. So if you're looking for Christmas Christmas gifts, for your friends, uh, that kind of thing, check out MuddyWaterOutdoors.com, promo code Rebel Grove. Speaking of uh, Christmas gifts, Dead Soxy, DeadSoxy.com. It's uh, 25% off your entire order there at Dead Soxy. Best socks you'll ever put on your feet. I suspect there will be some tailgating this weekend in Oxford. It's just an educated opinion. Uh, make sure that when you head out into the Grove, you've got your Game Changer patches with you. They're the only two-patch system in, available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. It's GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20, REBELGROVE20, at checkout for 20% off your purchase. And we're brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They have a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. It's ACSLLCMS.com or 662-601-4381. Podcast also brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. Go to the events page. See everything going on this week and every week. Tunes around town back on a Friday night. Second week in the row for that. All Ole Miss home football games. Several different locations around the square and downtown Oxford. You hear local musical acts. Get some dessert. Get some takeout. Enjoy what will be a crazy Friday night uh, around the square and more there. Also, Double Decker Bus Tours, 3 and 4 o'clock. And remember, an adult ticket gets you $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans. That's all. Visit Oxford MS. 
Facebook.com slash events. Uh, yeah, that surprises me. If we go into lines in a second, we'll talk about it more. But Dan Mullen is not at the point where he gets to fire assistants, right? Like, that was a really weird thing yesterday. He fires Todd Grantham yesterday. Yeah. John Hipsey, who's been with him since 2009. Um, yeah. Even back into the Mississippi State era a good bit. I, that felt too little too late and for no real apparent reason. Just odd. I'll have to read more about what happened there to understand yeah. it. Well, they were down 40 to 10 in South Carolina. Well, I saw that. <laughs> that was because I, I had somebody call me Saturday and go, hey, like the computer's wrong, right? They were driving. I went, no, it's, it's, yeah. they're, they're kicking their ass right now, actually. No, that's, that's, it's, it's very right. Um, what was the Chiefs' final yesterday? 13 to 7. Okay. That's it. Packers' defense played really well. Yeah. Titans got a huge win in L.A. yesterday. Um, Rams really struggled even with the Derrick Henry-less uh, Titans team yesterday. Uh, I spent all day thinking the Bears played the Sunday night game. And so when it was when I turned on yeah. the TV to watch the Bears, it was the Rams and Titans, and I was so disappointed that I didn't. Even though it was a good game. I like, didn't watch a snap. Okay. Family yeah. Guy was funny last night at 830, though. Yeah, Bears-Steelers tonight. Bears-Steelers, okay. Uh, we'll get into lines in a second, but you've got some takes. What do you think? A football game over the weekend? Well, totally different experience than what we've been doing the last two years you think and totally different experience than what we did the all the years before um is a perfect weather day there it was great um the weather was just i mean spectacular it was a little cool in the morning and then it warmed up it was like 62 at kickoff or something like that there wasn't a cloud in the sky i kept telling people that i've covered between covering auburn and alabama and ole miss i've probably been to that stadium 15 times, maybe? Is that too high of a number? Over 20-something years? That's probably about right. 10 to 15 times? Yeah, that's, that's fair. Usually in November and almost always wet. Usually dreary and wet. That's what I'm used to in November there. And it was the opposite of that. So it was a spectacular day. Um, I'll just say that I have a new level of sympathy for the Keith Carters and Hunter Urichek's and name your AD here. Getting to of let the people world. into the stadium. Yeah, that's like, I mean, we went, we had, we had seats and we went out to eat and we stayed in a hotel room for two nights and all of that stuff. And I, Laura and I do pretty well combined. We couldn't afford that six, seven times a year. We would be picking games. It's, it's an expensive outing. It's a lot of work, and you get mm-hmm. back on Sunday, and you're like, whew. Um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was fun to go to a game as a normal person. The game was entertaining. The two teams are, I think, I think very average. I don't think either team, Arkansas or Mississippi State, is a bad team. Uh, I don't think either team would be classified as a particularly good team. The two quarterbacks are effective in different ways. Listen, people, I, I saw the debate on the board about Rodgers. Rodgers is good. And he, he's he's bought into that system and executes that system so well. He's very efficient. Yeah. He doesn't make bad reads. He made one bad read, and, and uh, I think Grant Morgan intercepted it. I felt really badly for him at the end when he was surgical on that last drive and yeah. they missed the kick because they have no kicker. They had 22 seconds to get down and get into field, field goal. You have, you have no play to waste. And he made the most of three plays to get him there with two seconds left. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was pretty good quarterback play. And listen, I, from they were driving towards me on that drive, 
those were not just wide open receivers. Those were really good reads. People can say what they want about that kid. He's a competitive son of a, mm-hmm. and um, he's a leader and all that stuff. But anyway, neither team was great. Neither you would not watch either of those two teams and go, "Oh yeah, that's a really good team. That's a title contender or something like that." Not at all. But it was a dramatic game. They went back and forth and all that stuff. But I mean the the like we parked we parked on Dixon and just walked, and so the walk back after that was forever. In the dark, can't quite see where you're going. Um, it's expensive, drinks, the concession lines, all that stuff. I didn't even bother. About I didn't need. I didn't need. Nachos. But they were bad there too. It's not just Ole Miss. Yeah, I was yeah. telling Chase before it started that when we first got there, like 15, 20 minutes before kickoff, the lines were just crazy, and so I never even tried. But I started timing people in my in my section when they would go to the concession and back and by second quarter, third quarter, it was a pretty quick, they appeared to have it settled down or they'd gotten it more efficient or some combination thereof. And it was fine. People were getting to the concession stands and back pretty quickly, but it's, it would be a struggle to have to compete with no T no lines, HDTV. And like on a few of the replays, like you can't, you don't, you have a better idea of what's happening with some of that stuff. Like the call, um, Arkansas had a fourth and one late, and it appeared to be an incomplete pass. And I didn't see the flag, and so we were like, "Let's go, let's go, we beat the crowd out of here." And someone goes, "There's a flag," and I didn't see that. You, like, they never really showed a replay to to know whether that was a good call or a bad call or whatever call. You would see, you would get a better total view of the game on television. The one thing that you did see live that you don't see on television is, and I was watching this knowing that Ole Miss plays Mississippi State in a couple of weeks. So I was kind of watching the way that uh, Arkansas tried to defend because I know they have a similar defensive scheme. Yeah, sure. yeah. And so I was watching kind of the way they defended on the back end, and you can get the whole picture when you're up in the – You get a little all 22. Actually. 40 row up yeah. in the stands, you can get a little bit of all 22 because we were like on about the 15-yard line. And so you could see – you could get a pretty good picture of how they were trying to defend that you wouldn't get on television where TV's just following the ball. Um, so that there was there was some stuff. There's just – it was – I know there are people in the thread going, dude, we go to games every day, every week. I don't. And so it was just kind of just kind of a new experience to go sit in the stands. But it was fun. It was um they 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 do a lot of interactive stuff between like during the T V timeouts, which by God are so long. Mm-hmm. Um It was cool. It was fun. It was a fun game. Keeping people engaged is the second part of getting them in the stands, both very complicated. Um Yeah. Of course of three. And I thought hours. they did a now, I have no frame of reference on this, but I thought they did a pretty good job of showing fans and music and stuff during that. They kept people watching the screens, and they've got those two giant, massive screens, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, well, I mean, I've, I've said this a, a ton of times. I mean, I don't know. You know, obviously, I doubt I any time in the near future would have this decision, but I think if I were just somebody living in town going to athletic events – I think I would have baseball season tickets. I think I would have basketball season tickets. And then I think I would pick and choose a game or two, but I would not do football games every week. I just, I, I know myself and go, no, nah, I, I, 
you could probably get me there once or twice, but that'd be about it. Yeah, especially I mean, if you're having to bring kids. Like this one yeah. guy in front of me had a little girl with him, and in the first quarter she was saying, Daddy, let's go home. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And I think I think they made it almost to the end. That was good. Okay, that was, that was impressive then. Because I didn't like get into the game until about the fourth quarter. Where it was like, man, this game's like – you could feel it going towards Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. And yet Arkansas would just make a play here and there to stay in it. And yeah. I don't think Jefferson's healthy. His legs don't appear healthy. Um, yeah, sorry, I missed that point with the Florida thing. Wesley McGriff is calling the Gator defense the rest uh, of the season. Sanford, you got a shot. Yeah. No, speaking of draft guys now, watching him where you can just watch him play in, play out. Yeah. What's Burke's first name? Is it Traylon? Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's all right. He can play in the NFL. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You'd, you'd like to see him with a little better quarterback. On the intermediate stuff, Jefferson's deep ball is pretty good. Um, yeah, if you gave Corral Matt Corral Traylon Burks, he would be more than happy to un, to to, to, to unbox that gift. Um, yeah. Goodness gracious! Because I mean, if it gets near him, he catches it. I mean, that was the deal with you know Ole Miss and Liberty. I mean, you look up and Matt throws for three twenty seven, and here were his targets on Saturday. He threw to Plumley eight times. He threw to Danis nine times. He threw to Ely four times. He threw to Sanders four times. And he threw to Connor once. That's it. That's who Matt Corral went 20 of 27 for 324 with on uh, <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, I think It Sa- had a bit of like breeze to it where I'm like, yeah, I've seen that before where I just got some dudes out there at wide out. And it, it is what it is. I actually thought of that during the Arkansas game because they've got dudes coming off their bench that are like big time receivers. Yeah. That you thought, boy, Corral would kill with this group because because KJ would make KJ missed here's what's interesting like looking ahead a little bit is this was the advantage of kind of having the quote all 22 mm-hmm. there were multiple times that state busted a coverage and Arkansas had someone running wide open and KJ never saw him he locks in on a target he'll go to through his progressions to about the second guy and then he gets pretty locked in now give uh what's his face Rogers this Rodgers will go through his progressions uh, absolutely clinically mm-hmm. and get to that fifth progression. He's he, poised to he would He out. would go to that fifth, because it was driving Carson crazy, he would go to that fifth option over and over and over, which was usually a, a back swinging out, and they'd get seven, eight yards on it because Arkansas was playing that kind of drop eight mm-hmm. deal. They were, they were trying to disguise a lot Bubbling of Bubbling the middle a little bit, yeah. Yeah, and so he would – he would just he wouldn't fall for it. He would he would just dump it off, dump it off, dump it off, much like Corral did against uh, Arkansas earlier in the season. And um, KJ's not there yet. Now, yeah. and now if, if if he'll develop that part of his game, he's got a chance to be a really good quarterback. But he's got to get better about reading defenses and going through his progressions and getting to the third progression, getting to the fourth progression. Because there were times Saturday where he had people wide open if he would have just looked for them. And just couldn't. Just yeah, didn't yeah, see yeah. him. He got locked in and, and went to the first or second guy. So, um, look at here. I mean, in, in, in credits of, I mean, we talk about him in a lot of different ways, but credit to Plumley. He played pretty damn well on Saturday for a guy who had, had looked like he was lost at times um, as a receiver. I mean, he only had the, like I said, only had one ball that he did not catch. Um, eight, eight targets, seven catches, went over 100 yards receiving. Um, I saw Suss had a stat. Over the weekend, Ole Miss has had either ten or twelve players this season, different players 
with 100 yards rushing or receiving, nobody else in the SEC has more than five. No. Um, so they've at least doubled them up, and it might have been 12. It was 10 or 12 at that point. Um, Danis had a big day. He had caught the ball down the middle. That was a huge catch at a very important time for Ole Miss when they really needed points. Um, goes for 126, but he did have three drops on the uh, on the day as well, including one early across the middle that would have been a big deal. Head drops. He also had a couple of plays where he physically made plays where he yeah, went he and got a ball. Oh, look, talent is not a. I no. mean, Duke can run, and I mean, it's confidence. It's, which is why every time you ask him about confidence, he gets so bristled because he's yeah. he lacks confidence. He's struggling with the confidence. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody um, else will say it. If you ask him about it, it's like, nope, nope. I'm the most confident guy in the world. Yeah. Nope. Oh, all good, all good. Um, Ole Miss did not run the ball very well on uh, on Saturday. I mean, Jerry Neely goes for seventy on the first play, but if you and I get it counts, but if you take that out, they only ran for seventy two yards the rest of the game. To me, that's the most disturbing thing going into Saturday. Yeah, the single thing because A and M will take the run away from you, and if you can't run at all. You better get these receivers back. Now, as the week goes on, I think this is going to be a storyline. I think they're all coming back. You think Mingo plays this week? Well, I think he's going to certainly try. There's this too- has been a week that they had put together as a chance. So There's too many people saying that he's told people he's practicing this week for me okay. to disbelieve it. Okay. Now, can he go? Well, it's like when everybody goes, hey, you said Braylon was going to try to go and he didn't play. Well, he tried That's to go. What I, I said, mean, what do, well, yeah. we tried over and over to say that we're explaining this to you. We're not yeah. saying he's going to play. We're saying he's going to try to play. Yeah, I mean, Lane's quote last week was he could cut one direction but couldn't cut the other direction. And Braylon looked like he was okay running. I mean, I'm I'm on TV. He played a pretty good bit Saturday. And I don't know what Dontario's deal was, but if Dontario has a, mi- a, a mild hamstring, you don't play against Liberty. No, no, no. Because, look, if you have to have him to beat Liberty, you got issues. Ole only played 58 plays on Saturday. Yeah, they couldn't, get all, they couldn't stay on the field in the second half. Yeah, Braylon played 23 snaps on Saturday, 23 of 58. And then the disturbing thing for Ole Miss, Kelly, Broker, Warren, James, Cunningham, and Umana all played all 58 snaps. Cunningham. Cunningham. Moved yeah. to offensive line and played every snap starting at guard. That's that that that's not good. Which also tells me Cedric Milton's hurt. Yeah, or something. Or something. On. Yeah, whatever. However you want to phrase whatever's going on uh, there in uh, in that one. So yeah, you mentioned Florida. They uh, they play Samford this week. The mm-hmm. line has been taken off the board all across Vegas. Um, I couldn't find a line. Well, they, you know it's an FCS game, but right. if you want to find it um, internationally, thirty one and a half is the uh, that's the all line on that one. Yeah, yeah, thirty one and a half. How you feeling about that? Uh, eh. I was really upset that Louisville did not beat Clemson. It was one of the few times I was rooting for Louisville on, on was Saturday. Was it close? Oh, yeah. They were, like, driving on the last, like, series. Like it oh. was, they, they had a lead for a good bit of the game. Yeah. Cunningham got hurt at one point. My dis- distaste for Clemson has no real basis in, in anything. I just don't really like. Look on my Louisville situation. Yeah. Um, thanks. Yeah. Got it. I mean. Not, 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 not at all shocked by that. Uh, let's see. Um, tell you quickly about um, Northeast Spark N E S P A R C dot com. Best internet locally here in Oxford. You can get the one hundred Mbps, or you can get the Blaze. We call it. It's, it is in the uh, Clark Ford Studio. I've got it at home as well. So get the best internet around with them. 
662-238-3159. Phone services available, parental controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender that you probably don't even need, and much more as well. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband with nespark.com. Again, 662-238-3159. Look at Grind in the thread. Already kind of getting culty. says, after visiting A&M, no way Jimbo leaves. Just... Had him, had him a glass of that. Kool-Aid's good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah, good. Yeah. It is. Oh, it just gets in your system, makes you feel all warm and fuzzy. We're all in this together. I'm playing with you, Grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are tons of facilities. They got lots of money. Uh, Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate, based out of Jackson. They service the entire state in uh, all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. <laughs> Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell are Ole Miss grads. They utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and uh, increase value for their clients. This week's property spotlight is on the uh, village. The, the village. The village. It's Monday. It's fine. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Throw in a time change and travel. Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of out. The village at Madison will feature roughly 60,000 square feet of um, – Class A restaurant, retail, medical, and professional office space, along with roughly 75-0 lot line residences with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. It's uh, based in Madison, Mississippi, as you probably guessed. If you uh, would like to learn more about it, call Sam and BB at 601-586-3220. Blue Delta Jeans is happy to announce the inaugural Coastal Cup Waterfowl Tournament. Hosted January the 19th to the 21st at the uh, Bay Flats Lodge on the San Antonio Bay of Texas. This competitive team duck hunting event will include two days of Texas coastal waterfowl hunting, meals, drinks, and lodging, and two pairs of custom jeans for every participant. Special guest of the event will include Josh Raggio of Raggio Custom Calls and Barton Ramsey of Southern Oak Kennels. You've heard us talk for years about Blue Delta's annual golf tournament. Now it's time for the duck hunters to show their skill. For information on the event or to register your team, contact Blake Kokenauer at Blake at BlueDeltaJeans.com. We are also uh, brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry, Lamons 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. Look, it's starting to get holiday time. You may have noticed that everything is Christmas. Every single commercial on television right now is a Christmas commercial. So you might want to get started with that and... Uh, if you are searching for something for special someone in your life, special someone's in your life, your kids, whatever, go to Lamons, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving Oxford for three quarters of a century. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-2342-777. It's supposed to be chilly on Saturday. Uh, you may have heard that December follows November. It's going to get cold. Make sure that heating system is running in tip-top shape. Get in touch with our friends at Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call 662-429-4429. Podcast is brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery. That's johnstonhillcreamery.com. Remember to uh, get in your orders for Thanksgiving pre-orders, everything from charcuterie trays to feed your family, artisanal cheese trays, pumpkin cheesecake, or buttermilk pie, 662-419-9201, or cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. 
pickup Wednesday, November 24th. Deadline to order Friday, November 19th. And then this weekend, huge day in the uh, in the Grove on Saturday. Your catering and tailgate men- menu. Tons of different options for uh, for that and more desserts, sandwiches, salads, and plenty there with Johnson Hill Creamery. Same number, 24 hours notice and deliver right there to your spot on campus. So again, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Uh yeah, we didn't mention it. College game day in town for Aggies and Rebels this week. Again, second time Ole Miss has uh, has had that. By far the best game of the week, especially after uh, Wake Forest and Baylor both lost over the weekend. Baylor assistant, by the way, headed to Texas Tech as their new head coach. Yeah. So they fill that. Uh, they fill that spot. Um, tangibly, I don't know what it means. I mean, I think it'll be a little more of a crowd. It definitely draws people in for an earlier crowd too, not just. Later in the day with a six o'clock kick, and you you, you kind of killing a lot of time in other places. I think intangibly, though, the big thing for Ole Miss is just kind of what it shows that in year two of Kiffin, given everything you've been through over the years, a November game day showing national relevance um, at this point. I, I think that is a a real thing that they can celebrate as the week goes on. I agree, and at the risk of it sounding like pre therapy, yeah. The last time Texas A and M came to Oxford. Try to remember that night, that day. I do. November of 19, stadium was about half full. I don't remember the final score, but Ole Miss wasn't particularly super competitive. They were really flat. We did a show afterwards, and everyone was mad at us because we were saying that our sources were saying that Matt Luke was safe. Frankly, I was mad at us, too. Not because of Matt, but I was just thinking, man, they need to make a change. So think about where you are in two years, with one of those years being a COVID year. It's a hell of a jump. You're 7-2. and two, You're ranked number 12 in college ESPN College Game Days on your campus in November. You're in absolutely in the mix for a New Year's Six game. When you went out, you get one. That's what I'm saying. Period. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, frankly, the people should be giddy about where they are. And I get there's some caution because they haven't looked so good the last couple of weeks and injuries and stuff. And there was a lot of the Heisman buildup that seems to have kind of faded. But it's a it's a showcase. I expect the Grove will be packed. I expect the stadium will be packed. All of those things. It will things. sell out. It will absolutely sell out. I'm not doing the whole, how many tickets are left? There won't be any left on Saturday. 24 to 17, A&M over Ole Miss in 19. Um, and that was a late score, Dropping right? Ole Miss to 3 and 5 on the Yeah. Game. Sure. Yeah, I barely remember much about it at all. Actually, Ole Miss... A&M was up 10-7 at halftime. Both teams scored a touchdown in the second quarter, in the third quarter. And then A&M added a touchdown. Ole Miss added a field goal in the fourth. Okay. For 24-17. But it was just kind of there. Yeah. It was just a game. Well, Luke Logan kicked a a 35-yard field goal with 26 seconds left in the game. To, to give it, them a chance to onside kick to down cut it touch. to seven. Yeah, right. Yeah, they were. Yeah. It was at ten, and then it went from there. Yeah. 
Spiller had a touchdown, 22-yard touchdown run to make it 24-14 with 2.34 to go. Connor had a touchdown run. Ely had a touchdown run. What's Spiller uh, run for in that game? 600 yards or so. Rushing yards. Six, no, 16 for 78. Oh. And 22 came on one run. Wow. So they bottled him up. Ely had six carries for 80. Elijah, five for 59. And then in the game, Corral, 10 of 17 for 124. We will have a recruiting list later in the week. I, there will be a lot of recruits here. I, I couldn't begin to tell you everybody who's coming at this point. I, I wouldn't. Even. It will be a very lengthy. We'll list. have it. We will list it at Rebel Grove, and we'll probably. I don't want to absolutely promise, but I think we'll likely have a war room on Friday. Yeah. Um, Alabama is playing New Mexico State in Tuscaloosa this weekend. After mm-hmm. their uh, not just a scare, frankly, LSU should have won the football game. Uh, so what would you take from LSU? Was that their last stand? That's what I kind of – I took it as this is going to be the one place that we're going to show up. This is going to be our pride game. Yeah, because it's not for the co- – it's kind of for them. It's not for the coaches. Like, it's yeah. not a, hey, he's telling me to get up and the hell with it. No, like, we've got some history here. Let's let's see what happens. And then once you once Alabama kind of plays poorly early, it's like a basketball game where you go, hey, we just got to win a half now. Like, yeah. we're in this thing. I mean – and, again, and and Alabama just kept sputtering and kept sputtering and kept sputtering. And the, the Johnson kid played terribly for LSU. Um, they just couldn't do anything. And they yeah. were late when they kept getting the ball and getting the ball and getting the ball. Um, I mean, they had it down. They were down six with like four or five minutes to go. At first and goal with the Alabama eight. And mm. just ended up fumbling and all. Well, actually, we ended up calling it an incomplete pass, but it didn't work out. They went for it on fourth down and then lost. I mean, it was was it a bad call? No, no, no. It was a right call. Okay. Uh, I was really, really pulling for LSU to win that football game. Just sure. the chaos and the fun of it. I sure. Mean, it was, of course. It was. It would have been great. I mean, I had all like the media people pulled up. I mean, I was, I was ready. I was, I was ready for the for the upset there <laughs> with, with LSU. You were excited about hey coach on Thursday. It's one right? of my favorite things. Is like the schadenfreude of teams like that losing with the media <laughs> contingents over the course of the games. I mean, it's it's like the Sunday morning thing. I get up and go, okay, who lost? What message board is fun today? Because like, the, the media over. over there have gotten holier than thou. They have. Yeah, and it's like you don't do anything. We're fans and football experts yeah. at this point. You just cover football. That's all you do. There's a lot of self-esteem with them in Alabama winning yes. football games. Yes, it's like yeah, come on, you, you play no role in it whatsoever. So fifty and a half this weekend. Sorry, fifty-two now. Okay, with Alabama and New Mexico State. It just depends on whether they want to or not. Such a big one, and I'm so pissed off at Missouri and Georgia right now. Yeah, yeah. Missouri kicking a field goal down forty-three to three or whatever it was. Yeah. What are you doing? He's covering the line. He was covering the line. Covering yeah, Brian asked line. me. He said, "Hey, he know he knew. He knew. Yeah, he knew the, what the hell? He doing? knew the number. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Mississippi State at Auburn this weekend. Back on the plains, the Tigers and the Bulldogs. It opened at six. It's now at five and a half. Auburn giving five and a half to Mississippi State. I don't know. I didn't see a snap of Auburn because where I was. Now, that's the one knock. Okay, so here's the big knock. Yeah, yeah, Someone yeah. was like, hey, what? Because after it was over, it was like, what, what were the negatives? The negatives were, if you can't see the other games, like, I couldn't get on Wi-Fi at all. They had Razorback Wi-Fi or whatever, and I registered for it and all that because I was going to keep up. And it didn't let me on until late third quarter because Carson and I start looking at scores late third oh, really? quarter. Yeah. 
I would have liked to have been able to get updates on other games. Like, give me during the yeah, two-and-a-half-minute sure. TV timeout, throw Auburn, Texas A&M up on the screen. Show me something. Yeah. Anything. Like nothing. Nothing. So you're isolated. I felt, yeah, I felt cut off from the real world, which I didn't like. In some ways, that was great, and in some ways, it was kind of bad because I wanted to know what was happening in that game. Um, Auburn could do absolutely nothing offensively. I mean, absolutely nothing. Now, let's not act like A&M put on some offensive masterpiece. It was 3-3 three to three for the longest time, and it was, I think, a defensive touchdown. Is that right, Grind? I was kind of flipping between games. I mean, there was very little from an offensive standpoint in that game. It was it was it was two concrete walls running into each other from a defensive standpoint um for four quarters. So A&M dominated the scoreboard, pulled away late, but there were there were opportunities for Auburn to win the football game, but just offensively they got clogged up by A&M. So nothing they could do. Calzada got hurt, came back in, but he 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 separated his non-throwing shoulder. Uh. It was hanging. But he's a tough kid. I mean, he's, yeah, yeah, he's tough kid, sure. Um, yeah, we'll see what that looks like this week. But yeah, he definitely, I think, uh, banged up, separated that shoulder. Uh, let's see, what do we have line wise? Fun game. Oklahoma's at Baylor this weekend in uh, in Waco. Yeah, Sooners giving six in uh, in this one. Yeah, is that in Neil's picks? Yep. Is it? Okay. Yep. Uh, Michigan, Penn State this weekend. The Wolverines are in yeah. uh, Happy Valley. Yeah. Uh, this thing opened at Michigan minus two and a half. Now it's Penn State minus one. Oh, Had a big jump here! Wow, between the uh, the two. So a lot we, of money in on the lines. Well, Jim Harbaugh doesn't win big games. He wins all the other games. That's true, and that's kept him hired for a long time. Yeah, hasn't sucked enough to get fired. Yeah, pretty much what his. his well, he's not on their hot seat now. No, yeah. Well, no, they've done a good job. Uh, Georgia and Tennessee this weekend in Knoxville. This is your two thirty game. Any chance this gets interesting at all? Tennessee's playing well. I didn't say win. I said get interesting. Playing well. They are. Heupel's done a good job. He has. He's done a good job. He's done a really good job. Let's give credit where credit's due. Did you see the statistics on that game Saturday night with Tennessee and Kentucky? The ball control? I, d- I didn't see exactly what it finished, and I'm not going to pull it up right here, so if somebody has it and they know exactly, then you're just going to beat me on this. But Tennessee scored – how many ever points they scored in this football game? A ton. Um, was it 38? Was it just that? I don't know. It was even higher. But anyway, it was 24 at the half, and they – it was one of those like stats, kind of like the former Ole Miss defense, where it was, hey, these are the possible yards, and basically Tennessee had all of them. Um, but from a time of possession standpoint, because the play differential was so different – um, Tennessee kept the ball, or Kentucky lost, despite keeping the ball for, I think, 47 minutes in the game. No shit. It was like 46 or 47 minutes or See, it's so like weird that. when you can't see games. I mean, it was, it, was, it was insane. They ran play after play after play after play, but it, it did, obviously did nothing for them. And then they ended up converting, but the officials – Levis, yeah, I heard people talk about officiating. What happened? Okay, so Levis is getting the brought down, and this is on a this is on a drive to go take the lead. Okay, they would win the game if they score. Okay, last couple minutes, last minute, whatever. Gotcha. And Levis is going down to the ground, and the Tennessee guy is just all in his face mask. I mean, obvious to everybody in the world. The officials are right there. Okay, 
He gets up going to hell, like looking around. No flags, officials, because we also got to go. I mean, you know, you're in this thing. Stoops loses his mind, and as soon as he steps out on the field, they throw unsportsmanlike conduct on Stoops. No way. Yeah. So you miss the call and then throw the flag on the coach for bitching at you for missing the call. So totally killed him. Well, they got – no, they actually it moved it to fourth and 25 or whatever, and they picked it up. Now they drop oh, stalled they converted. later. But they did convert, yes. Wow. That is that is correct. But, no, I mean, it was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. I mean, it's – I was going to look up the time of possession here, but I had to have a password to get into there. I know you're doing lines and stuff, but real quick, we, we, didn't, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't go here when we were talking about game day. Who's the guest picker? I have two questions. Who's the guest picker? And if Corso picks, who does? what head does he put on? Cause I A&M, think he has to put a helmet on with either team. Because A&M doesn't have a mascot like that either. No. I guess they could bring one of the cheerleader people out and he could just hop on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. He could. Ole Miss would not bring Tony the Land Shark out, would they? I don't, I don't think. think. They, they would be advised not to, wouldn't I they? Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Not positive, but I don't. I, I, I don't think so. Guest picker has to be Morgan Freeman, right? I mean, that would be if if, if you literally can just pick whomever you want. That's that's the easy. In one, terms of sure. mass appeal, he would offer mass appeal Period. over some country music singer or someone mentioned Lance Lynn. Nothing against Lance, but I just don't know that. No, ma- in a perfect world, it's him. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Now, availability is how that works. I have no clue. Time of possession in this game was forty six oh eight to thirteen fifty two. Wow. And Tennessee won 45-42. to 42. Could you get Eli to do it? Could you get Archie to do it? Probably. I have no clue on Eli. I have no idea what he's doing or not doing. But Eli would have national appeal. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Tie into your Monday night stuff. You got sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can make that work. There's cross, there's cross promotions there. Um, Morgan Freeman makes a ton of sense. Somebody said Tennessee led 14-7 to after the first quarter with 37 seconds of possession. Wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know Kiffin tweeted that this morning, but I have a hunch it was just him begging Katie to come to the game. I don't think that was announcing anything. Yeah. That'd be my guess. He said, let's get to work on an amazing start to a great week and beat the Aggies. College game day. Appreciate everyone. See you soon, Katy Perry. Hashtag 1-0. Hashtag, 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 hashtag. I'm just asking. Because okay. I don't, I'm not, you know me, I'm not, pop culture is probably not my strong suit. Okay. Is she as popular today as she was in 14? She is not, I don't think. I, I do not feel like in today's world she would be doing a Super Bowl in 2021 versus whenever she did one a few years ago. Now, in saying that, she has like the fifth most Twitter followers in the world. She has 108 yeah. million Twitter followers. Um, <laughs> Shark Shank Redemption. Again, no idea what the hell Katy Perry's doing or not doing. You obviously have an, a tie-in with his manager being an old, her manager being an old Miss grad. Right. I think maybe you try to get her at the game. Would I do not anticipate her being a guest picker. Yeah, because I don't know that enough people outside of Ole Miss people would remember that yeah, right. particular yeah, yeah, yeah. episode, right? Yeah. 
Um, I have ES, a hunch. ESPN, ESPN picks the picker. Yeah, yeah, they they do it. I mean, As they some, should. It's their it's their show. They can do whatever they want. So yeah, something like uh, like that. So. Um, oh, Avery. Okay, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Avery's saying it will be Tyler Cameron, who I know you don't. You probably don't even know That's who that is. To you, he's right? a bachelor guy. Yeah. ABC owns The Bachelor. You could do some cross promoting. He's friends with Kiffin. I think he, I think he played for Kiffin. I think that's right. at FAU. That maybe sounds right ish. Yeah, um, I know that we were at dinner Friday night with the girls and one of Campbell's friends, and they were talking about Tyler Cameron like it was some big deal that he was going to be at Ole Miss. I wonder if that would have more appeal than people like you or I would think. Probably wouldn't appeal to the people like in our thread, but I don't know that that's their target demo on this. I don't know what their target demo is. I don't watch that show enough to know. Um, it was on the other day when they were getting ready to play Cincinnati, but I mean when they were in Cincinnati, but I, I didn't, I didn't watch. At some level, it's eighteen to fifty-five male. I mean, but it's just sort of there. I mean, it's just kind of on while you're doing other things. Yeah. I mean, there are people that lock in, but for the most part, it's just sort of on while you're getting ready for your day. I mean, it goes over everything. It lets you kind of see everything at once. His um, brother played for okay for Lane. Okay. Who's a judge on American Idol? It's Katy Perry. She's not a judge anymore, is she? I don't know if she still is or not. I can't, she, I don't know. She was for a long time. But I don't. I don't know. Our house has sort of switched over the years from American Idol to The Voice. Oh, really? And so I can't keep up with all of it. Okay. And I like The Voice fine enough to watch part of an episode here and there, if it's on, and that's what the kids want to watch. Oh. I'm I'm cool with it. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But the women on that are um, Kelly Clarkson and uh, uh, it's Kelly Clarkson and John Legend and uh, the country music guy uh, Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton, and then who's the other one? Still Adam Levine? No, he's off. It's a, it's another female. It's not Demi Lovato, is it? Yeah, I don't I have know. No clue. Someone, Nick, Nicki Minaj. Right? No, I don't think that's right anymore. I think maybe she did it once. Ariana Latte. I I don't know who it is. Okay. Ariana Grande. That it was? That was right the first time. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, podcast brought to you in part by G&M Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. That's on the square in Holly Springs. That's on South Lamar in Oxford, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they take care of you with medicine. Free prescriptions the same day each month. Have what you need when you need it. So get everything you need from your local pharmacy. That's GNM on South Lamar. That's Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. Again, 662-236-2222. If you need some Rebel gear to head up this weekend, go to the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. We're brought to you by Pinnacle, based in Madison, Mississippi. Clients. In more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states as well. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis is the guy to go to if you are trying to create a special trip that 
creates a lifetime of unique memories. Just get in touch with John. Give him some parameters and a budget. He'll give you a, a ton of options that you're not going to find on your own. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. We're also brought to you by OPA. If you're coming in this weekend, check out OPA. It's the newest restaurant on the historic square. Delicious menu featuring euros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. Awesome bar serving your favorite handcrafted cocktails and frozen libations. An amazing candlelit patio. It's at 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse, next to the old Soulshine location. Again, that's Opa on the Square in Oxford. Uh, I'll have a mailbag up on Wednesday. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate and needs in Oxford and Tupelo, she sells condos, land, commercial, residential, and family homes. 662-567-2573-662-842-3844. Uh, Neil's picks up on Thursday. It's brought to you by Service Specialists with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service Specialists has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, contact Service Specialist if you're a recent grad without much experience. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. It's a small state. Service Specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. Why? Well, because they always have names and resumes ready for your perusal of people who are looking for a new job, maybe looking to relocate to Mississippi, but have strong confidentiality concerns. Service specialist caters to those people, and if you're looking to hire some of them, you should reach out to them as well. No referral fees for those searching for a job. You have nothing to lose, so call Service Specialist at 662-832-5138 or uh, go to servicespecialistltd.com. Uh, Alpha Specialties. Located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They are your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, Alpha um, can call it. They're the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got load trail. They've also got uh, Hallmark cargo trailers. They can even work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built just for you. For podcast listeners, they've got spare tires and wheels starting at just $100. A full selection of trailer parts and accessories, hitches, winches, straps, and more. All types of truck accessories as well. Listeners can also get 10% off a yearly trailer service and inspection at their full service shop where they can repair all types of trailers, concession, horse, utility, enclosed, gooseneck, and RV. It's alphaofms.com or uh, 601-932-9798. I'll be talking to Chance Campbell later today. That is brought to you by The Rogue. Check out The Rogue for their... uh, Really cool college collection. If you're looking for uh, Christmas gifts for the Ole Miss fan in your life, maybe there's a Mississippi State fan, LSU, whatever the case may be, we've got a great college collection, Peter Millar, other brands, at The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson, or therogue.com. Basketball right around the corner. Ole Miss opens tomorrow night. OPC season starts in January. Registration has already begun for leagues uh, – Ages 7 to 15, the cost to play is $50 per participant. The season begins January 3rd, runs through February the 24th. Games are played on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday evenings. 
uh, with no more than two games in a week for teams. Go to OxfordParkCommission.com to sign up your son or daughter. And then last but not least, brought to you by Joey Erickson, Heron Gear Chevrolet. Let him help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy, BMW, Lexus, and Infiniti, or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. 662-571-2367 or 1685 High Street in Jackson. Oh, let's see. What do we have left from a line standpoint? Um, Speaking of UTSA a little while ago. What what NCAA news just broke? What happened? I don't know. Someone says NCAA news broke. I'm going to check it out, see if I can catch that quickly. Keep going. UTSA, what? They're playing Southern Southern Miss this weekend. That's all. Oh. So they will win another one. Uh, 33, something like that. Okay. I'm looking. I don't see anything blowing my timeline up in the last five minutes. Um, the NCAA has set the stage for dramatic restructuring that would give its three divisions the power to govern themselves. Ooh. That includes the autonomy to reshape everything from how revenue is shared to rules enforcement. Oh. That via the... Uh, it's inevitable. That coming from um, Ralph Russo at the Associated oh, Press. Absolutely inevitable. The goal is to have changes in place in less than a year. It has to happen. Yeah, so we'll read it when we're done, and then we'll talk about it tomorrow, obviously. Because it's a pretty long article there. Uh, I'm not surprised that was coming no matter what. Iowa State, Texas Tech. Speaking of new coach, Iowa State minus 10.5 in Lubbock this weekend. Interesting game in the Big Ten. Uh, 2.30 at the start time on this one. The Golden Gophers are in Iowa City to face the Hawkeyes. Minnesota getting six from uh, six and a half, sorry, from Iowa in, uh, in this one. And then coming off... Another top five win, Purdue knocking off Michigan State over the weekend. Purdue is at the shoe this week. This one probably not going to go as well for the uh, the Boilermakers, but they are getting 20. It's a big line, 20 in this one. By the way, congrats to our uh, our friend Adam Kuffner. Been at Ole Miss for a while. Started off as, I think, the baseball SID. In 2015, I believe. He's been the uh, Ole Miss men's basketball SID for several years and did a fantastic job. Saturday was his last day at Ole Miss. He's now the uh, the head football SID at Purdue. Mm-hmm. So uh, kudos to you, Cuff. I hope you do. I know you'll do great. I hope you enjoy your new place. Purdue's lucky to have you. You did a great job at Ole Miss. Gonna have to get some get those winter clothes back. He went to school up north, so he's gonna have to go find some coats again. Yeah, he went to like Western Michigan or Eastern uh, Michigan. I know or? Bowling Green is one of his alumni. Okay, alum, um, like schools he went to. I'm not sure where the other one is. Maybe Eastern Michigan. Yeah. Feels like he was Eastern. Feels like he's like a Mac guy. He's got yeah, yeah. <laughs> been been around a couple of yeah. spots yeah. in the Mac. Uh, South Carolina, Missouri this weekend. It is a coin flip in Como. Yes, sir. Weekend between the Gamecocks and the Tigers. Yes, sir. Missouri's uniforms were great. They were great. That was it. But they were great. Um, and then Carolina. Credit to Shane Beamer. Those sons play hard. They're a win away from being bowl eligible. I can get it right here. And they, that, that's the six and six go to the Birmingham Bowl pumped. Yeah, that's where you're taking the house. Take 35. Like, I'm going to tell you this. The, whoever it is that's going to get them right now is going, oh, yeah, dear, sweet baby Jesus. Let them win one more game. Would love the Gamecocks. Because you're down at one of those pecking order bowls where you could get the team that just fired their coach or you could get that. That's a big fan base excited about a bowl game. Yeah. It's one of my favorite. It was one of my favorite things from the weekend. Was a few weeks ago when they showed the the old man with the spike hair and the craziness, whatever. And it's like 
it says like the play in two acts and it showed him on Saturday pumped up. During, oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he had like a Carolina hoodie on on Saturday and he's all in as they were they were beating the hell out of the Gators. So it was uh it was funny. I don't know what it is about South Carolina. I've always kind of had a soft spot for them and yeah. um I, I catch myself kind of excited for. I'm pulling for him Saturday. Yeah, I think Shane's done a really good job there. A lot of people made fun of the hire, and they're they're excited. They're a win away. They, I mean, they, they should beat Missouri, and if they do, hey, look, man, it's not out of the realm that they give Clemson all Clemson wants. They're not. They will be sky. They're not high. horrible on defense. Yeah, and Clemson can't score. They're not good, but they're not horrible. Now that would be. Oh, sign me up. Where is that game? Someone says, where's that game? And I was just thinking that to myself. The game is in Columbia. Oh. Sign me up. I mean, look, Dabo's got a show. I mean, it's not a gimme. No. And if they already have a sixth win and that's just a free shot. Yeah. At that point, it's like, guys, you can play your way into the damn Duke's Mayo Bowl here. Like, get a, get another one over Clemson, and oh, can you imagine how many people they would take to Charlotte for a game? <laughs> no shit. I mean, let us fill that up. Like, they would take just... thirty five thousand fans to Charlotte for a bowl game. Yeah, and party. Go play Dave Doran and have a blast for the week. I mean, Charlotte would be. It would be like Ole Miss in was it two thousand eight when they went to the Cotton Bowl and yeah, Dallas yeah. ran out of beer. Yeah, <laughs> Charlotte yeah. would run out of beer. Yeah, like you, you'd be if you're running a bar in Charlotte and you hear that that happens, you need to stock up. Uh, still control their own destiny to some extent. Michigan State coming off that loss, they are thirteen and a half point favorites against Maryland at home in East Lansing. This that was weekend. a big loss. It was. As an L. As an L you'll remember for a long time. But I think if you went out, you might still be in. Because you'd have wins over Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah, maybe. Or whatever it is. Maybe so. Uh, let's see. Oregon State fired a coordinator yesterday. Firing season underway. Yeah, we're here. Kentucky minus 21 in Nashville. Game that now has no one cares. Because Kentucky's 6-3 and three now. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, just sure. Tickets are freely available. Yeah. Line movement, uh, actually in Vegas, no line movement at all. A&M opened as a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Ole Miss, and they remain a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Ole Miss. In, I saw uh, it at two Vegas. this morning. Okay, so come back. Um, yeah. Let's yeah. see who's healthy. I, 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 need I need to know who Ole Miss is playing, like who's yeah. playing the game. And I don't know that I'll know that, and so picking the that. game will be difficult. Odd Shark expecting a very close contest. They have A&M winning 37.0 to 35.4. I will tell you this, those numbers sound high. You think it's lower scored than that? I do. Yeah. I, no, that doesn't mean a damn thing because I'm certainly no expert. But 30-27 or something wouldn't blow me away. Yeah, see, my gut feeling is somewhere in the 27-24 range. Low scoring. The over-under is 55 and a half. Because, frankly, someone criticized us last week on, on Neil's picks, and they were right. We all had high scores for Auburn A&M, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, where are they getting those points? And now that That's I look true. at it, I'm like, you know, you're right. We're idiots. Yeah. We're conditioned for a lot of points in college football. So I just I, – I, like almost like a fear thing. I never go, hey, that game's 17-14. Well, some of it is we've covered Ole Miss this last two years where every, game is, every game's in the 50s. And I don't, yeah. I don't know that this game – I don't know that either one of these teams offensively can get into the upper 20s, frankly, right yeah. now. I mean, Ole Miss can if they're healthy, but Ole Miss isn't healthy. No, I agree. Uh, Arkansas LSU is this weekend. It is in Baton Rouge, and the Razorbacks are giving two in this one. 
giving to. Like we're giving which feels to. like the wrong team giving to. Here's the thing, right? So we're at the point of the year we're in the psychology season. If if this was where LSU played their bowl game last week, hey, we're going okay, guys, we know we suck. Everybody's gone. But you know what? We don't like Alabama. Yeah, sure. They're gunned up for us because of things that our coach said. We're going to this this is a lot of those kids on that team. It came down to LSU or Alabama in sure. recruiting. If that was their Super Bowl, now they got to turn around and go, eh. And Arkansas, by beating State, like Arkansas completely, I saw their social media late Saturday, early Sunday, they completely embraced the, hey, we're going to a bowl. 100%. Yeah. And to their credit, when you look back where they were in 2019, I don't blame them a bit. But now they get a free shot. Now they're playing for bowl ranking. There's nothing to, quote, lose, end quote. They're not in the conference title no, race no, no. at all or anything like that. So every win ups their bowl deal. Yeah, so I just think LSU's bubble pops now. It was it's oh. kind of what I think. I'm kind of I went with state to cover last week and got it right. I kind of think Arkansas goes down there and wins. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah. Arkansas's their defense is so average. That's and that's all it is is average. But now I don't think the quarterback for LSU is anywhere close to as good as Rodgers. No, 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 he's not. And then uh, the late game that we will be watching while we do uh, the post game show on Saturday is Washington State at Oregon. That's what's on television. So. Well, you might be watching it. I we can watch Utah State, San Jose State. You get Starkle, you get Hartwell. At least Starkle's kind of fun to watch because he's got an NFL arm. Like some team's going to take a fourth or fifth round flyer on Nick Starkle, and he's going to make a team. Yeah, he's going to make an NFL team and be a second slash third string quarterback for years. Yeah, sure. Plenty more going on this week. Again, huge news out of the NCAA. We'll read up on it. We'll see what that says, and we will uh, probably lead the show with that tomorrow. We're going to. Oh yeah, they play for the boot. LSU could leave this season with no coach and no trophies. They lose the shop trophy. And they lose the, the boot, boot trophy, which is almost as bad because the thing, have you ever seen it? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. has no width to it at all. It just like topples over. Yeah. It's very awkward. <laughs> I think it's heavy, too. It's like a piece of that uh, uh, like copper-looking metal material that you mm-hmm. hold a big piece of it and the top kind of falls down. Folds on itself. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Yeah. So... Robbery games. They're so great. Two teams that don't care about one another. So NFL, plenty more to talk about. We will do that tomorrow morning with you guys. Check rebelgrove.com. In the meantime, stay safe. Have a good day. And we'll talk to you then.